Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. Back at it again inside high school hoops with my man Iso Ani. Clear out. That's it. That's his go-to now. Just get out the way. You don't even have to wave people off. Yeah. Just literally just get out the way. Iso Ani. Uh, so yeah, we got another great one here. Uh, a family member of mine, somebody that I'm always excited to connect to, whether it's this way or via phone. He's always got some stuff. Uh, brewing and some stuff up his sleeve that he's making happen, playmaking and always in playmaking mode. Um, his son, his oldest son, is one of the best playmakers in college basketball, I believe, still leading the nation in assists for Kentucky. Uh, and now he has a whole another wave coming through, uh, with his next son, Montana. Uh, and we'll keep going and keep going and keep going. So, without further ado, we'll bring in Teddy Wheeler from Houston, Texas, to the studio. Teddy, what up, man? Man, what's up? First of all, thank you guys um, for having me and and being gracious enough to allow me to join you guys on your platform. I see what you guys are doing out here is growing. It has momentum. Um, I think it's great for the culture. You guys are both knowledgeable and hardworking pillars inside the basketball space. So um, I'm grateful for this opportunity to join you guys and um, and look forward to this day. Yeah, we're going to have some fun with it, man. We appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we see we got the sweater. We got to talk about the sweater. Sweater <laughs> game elite. Yeah, is there a particular reason why you have that one on today? Is there a particular reason? I don't know. Man, I think it's just, you know, this. I like to do organic connections, right? And I think uh, your, your clothing is a reflection of your mindset. So my mindset today is on stars and stripes. And so, uh, you know, I had to pull this out the left side of the closet, you know, out of left field and, and bring like this one out. But um, we're excited about um, the event going on at Houston Christian on the campus, uh, Houston Christian High School in Houston, New York. I'm um, excuse me, Houston, Texas. I said Houston, New York. I got um, I got some New York. New York in you is coming out. That's what that is. Yeah, and absolutely. And I got a New York um, text message just now. One of the teams that I'm excited about seeing is from New York. It's from awesome. um, I'll say the Lutheran team. They got they got some <clears throat> talent. So. 
Um, I met with them at the airport last night to just try to be a gracious host. And, um, and I've been texting with them this morning, making sure they got everything they need to, um, to, to make this, this, this trip a productive one. So the event, um, is going on. This is our fourth iteration of the event. Um, it's grown, you know, over, over time to have, um, not just some of the best players regionally, but some of the most sought after recruits on a national scale. So we're just trying to, you know, do our part to make sure in this post COVID normalcy that we still get back to, you know, giving guys platforms to, to, um, you know, increase their star power and earn their stripes on the court. So that's kind of the motto yeah. that, we, that we operate under. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a great, it's a great launch point for some guys who on the cusp of, of, of having national recognition, um, but, but need, but need a, an, a, an ideal matchup. Right. Cause I think, I think your reputation is born in matchups yeah. and we've seen that the three of us have seen that over the years, how, you know, that game against that particular um, contemporary really gets, gets somebody buzz going. Absolutely. So we're, we're looking forward to some of these matchups. Yeah. Talk about the, you talk a little bit about the, the, uh, the concept behind it. Talk a little bit about the history of the stars and stripes for those. <clears throat> who know, you've already had some of those people who have made waves, like you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some of the history of the people that have made those. Waves. Right. So the um, the launch point was really born out of um, and um, a desire to get my daughter, uh, Sage Bella Wheeler. She, you know, she's always helped me curate. She really curates. Me portions of my life, honestly. She's like a, a, my muse. And so she's really um, involved with some of the the um, the day-to-day decisions as far as, you know, creative um, things that I'm involved with, whether it's things that I do in the diversity, equity, inclusion space, um, just aesthetics in terms of, you know, even how we decorate our home. She's just a, a true creator. And so I wanted to get her involved in the um, the basketball event um, business and event planning. And so um, I thought it was a natural thing for us to get involved in high school because obviously I've had, you know, almost a decade tenure at Houston Christian High School. You know, we've had enormous success over the years trying to build this to be the most um, popular and preeminent um, private school program in the state of Texas. Um, and so for for her to be involved in something that um, would help us collaborate would really be, I thought, um, a really cool thing. So um, about five years ago, we started you know, messing around with the idea and she came up with the name and the idea and the concept. And um, from there, it was just, you know, getting the green light at Houston Christian to be to be a, um, a hub where we can host the event um, and get some teams that we thought would be able to um, benefit from some of our relationships um, and, and and have the opportunity to go ahead and, and, and kind of do their thing on the court. So the first year um, was Savir's senior year and we played Clear Lake, Clear Lake High School. Yeah. Um, and they had Jaja Sani on, on that team, who was a really um, talented player. Um, we had Redemption Christian out of Oklahoma they had they had several high level players. Um, we brought in Universal Academy with Terrell Woody's group, um, who we were disappointed they couldn't join us this year. But they had a, a prior commitment, um, and and um, but they had you know several good good players out of Dallas, Texas. So you guys know who those guys are. Um, he runs a really tight ship, and 
has produced, you know, a myriad of talented players. Um, so, you know, the, and also we had Episcopal High School, who was an SBC um, rival, for lack of a better word. And they had a really talented group um, of players that are several of those guys are playing Division One basketball as well. So, um, you know, I think it was Noah Kahn's launch point. I think he really took that opportunity to really, um, you know, shine in that moment. Um, and he had a t- tremendous game for us that that night. And so we've had, you know, several high-level players come through here. Um, and we're excited about, you know, what the next crop of stars are going to do. No, absolutely. Uh, I want to talk about <clears throat> a couple matchups. You, you talked about guys yeah. potentially uh, raising their stock or really having that, you know, on the cusp. Um, you know, when you got that JP2 and uh, San Antonio Wagner game. Yeah. Obviously, you uh, uh, Austin, who's a top 100 kid, Austin, right. is a top 100 kid from right. Arizona State. But you know, you got some young cats at JP two with yeah. RJ Jones, 2023, right. and Liam McNeely, yeah, um, 2024. And there's a couple players that are pretty good, but just you know haven't uh, <clears throat> gotten the recognition like Gabe Warren at uh, JP two, and then Wagner has like Kevin Garcia. There's some unsigned seniors, right? Um, I, I like this is a primetime game on Friday night that I think yeah. people really aren't talking about. This would be a right. face game. You got some players there and you got some guys that can really kind of take their uh, stock to another level. Um, right. Kind of what's your thoughts on that? Well, I'm excited because um, first of all, I've gotten a chance to see both of those teams respectively, um, you know, during the early portion of our season, you know, and teams, especially with really good coaching staffs like those teams have, you know, they develop over time, right? And so the version you saw maybe of that team two or three weeks ago is now, you know, I'm turning the corner. So I saw JP2 at the Capel tournament, um, you know, maybe two weeks ago. Um, and, you know, really high level, high level, high level talent. Um, that's, that's the immediate um, reaction when you're watching them. And Dan Lee does a, a phenomenal job of coaching those guys up, keeping them organized and putting them in a system where they can showcase, you know, um, their, their enormous um, talent. So Liam McNeely, that was the, my first time laying eyes on him. Obviously with the USA basketball affiliation, I had heard some some really good things about him and to get a chance to see him in person. He's bigger than I thought he would be. And um, he got some pop to his legs, you know, went baseline and got a two-hand dunk. It was an eye-opener. So I I like what he brings to the table um, from an athletic and, and size positionally, um, but he's also got a skill set, right? He can pass the ball. Um, he doesn't hold on to it too long, makes quick decisions, and he's versatile. Um, and with the uh, R.J. Jones, um, I would like to see some more of him. I, I, I like my initial impression. I saw him at the um, the A&M um, uh, Block party was what they um, yeah yeah buzzer block party right yeah I went up there for that and um I, that was the first time I I saw him really good player um really talented uh, you know he can score the ball you know um, tries to run the team and make the right decision um, and this would be a really really um, competitive matchup against Austin Nunes who's battle tested who's been around big time basketball really his whole life I have you know. I've yet to see another kid that's evolved um, as much as he has um, in that class. You know, I thought he was more of a complimentary player early on, 
um, and watching him with, you know, he has some really talented teams back with those um, hard work teams. Um, and so I saw him, you know, surrounded by other talent that I thought he was willing to take a back seat to. And now seeing him with his high school team in this space as a senior, he's, he's flexing. <laughs> he out here flexing. Yeah. So when I saw him at the um, uh, at the hoops given, you know, he dropped the 30 ball and he, he was exciting. But you saw flashes of that two years ago when he came down here with Cornerstone Christian. You know, sure, yeah. you know, you know, against the Woodlands Christian, he had a nice game. And so I always was, a, you know, admired his game from afar and, and really wanted to see, you know, how far he could take it. And so he's he's obviously making some, um, you know, making some uh, some strides in his overall game and his production. So that's going to be a big time game, big time matchup. And that Wagner staff, they you know, they do a great job with their program. Yeah, they do. They do. Like you said, um, the coaching component, you know, the team JP2 that you saw at the Capel tournament and the Wagner team we saw at Hoops Giving or different teams, they've gotten the guys have gotten better since right. and they were good then. Uh right. so that's a very exciting matchup. I really yeah. <clears throat> really caught my eye. Uh going into Saturday, you know, you got Houston Christian and Prestonwood. Uh Prestonwood's had some uh, good wins like against Green Hill. Uh, you guys, I've seen you guys at the Capel tournament. I love yeah. watching y'all play. <laughs> you know, we get some Montana who just a, an electric dynamic guard, and then yeah. Brody Robinson, and then mm-hmm. the big fella who has a who has a chance uh, yeah. uh, down the road, starting to kind of figure it out. And he's a kid yeah. that's going to keep just seeing his progress. You know, from at that point and see what he looks like in January. See what he looks that's like right. in January because um, you can't teach size. And then you go into a situation of like uh, the Concordia Lutheran, the San Antonio Wagner game. Uh, the yeah, the contrast in styles. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, was, that was the change-up. Every year we try to throw a change-up, throw a curveball in there. I and see that. <laughs> more basketball, and we're, we're basketball guys, so we can appreciate it. Like, what's, you know, what's going to win out? You know, right. what style is going to win out? And I think that's what the tournament, NCAA tournament, always throws you. So we always intentional about throwing together a curveball, you know, um, and, and see what you know what style will win out, and sometimes styles make fights. So I think that's going to be a really intriguing matchup um, for us. Um, I want to hear about that PCA uh, Prestonwood Christian Academy and and Houston Christian. Yeah, so we, I mean I've been watching a lot Houston of film. Academy is Dallas and Houston. Yeah, and, and so always, I mean Prestonwood Academy has has had a reputation since Randall and Mickey Mitchell right. and those guys. So you know that's a you know that's a legacy. For lack of a better, that's a legacy school, you know, yeah. with a really good program. And so, you know, we have a ton of respect for what they've done in the past and, and who they are today as well. They do a good job. Um, and, you know, and I would have a healthy respect for the private school programs. It's hard to build those programs because you have the, the, the really tough academic component. Yep. You got to you do the time management thing. And that's and in school in itself. It's, it's not it's not for everybody. Private school is not for everybody. So if you can work the, in, inside that paradigm and still have sustained success over a period of time, I think I think is impressive. So we're, we're honored to have that matchup on our schedule. Um, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a really tough challenge for our guys, um, and we're, we're looking forward to it. Um, our, our young team is coming together. We lost nine seniors. It was mm-hmm. a team that went twenty-five and two last year. So when you lose that amount of not just you know ninety percent of your scoring and and, and all of those different things from an analytic standpoint, but you lose a lot of your heartbeat, your culture, your your framework, your skeleton 
in the way you go about doing your business. And so we had to replace a lot of that on the fly. And so our guys are learning how to do it the Houston Christian way um, and, and learning what our terminology is, learning what things we want to emphasize, how we go about our business, because everyone came from a different place. Right. They came from public schools and playing this system, playing with this AU program. They emphasize that. But we have a specific way in which we want to do it. So there's, there's some growing pains with that. There's some adjustments with that. You know, so we're excited about, you know, the group that we have and their potential. But we're still very much a work in progress. And in the meantime, we're trying to make sure it's still fun. We're still elevating their minds and their spirits um, to reach greater heights. So we're excited about this young group, though. Brody Robinson has been um, our leading scorer so far. He's a fabulous um, guard um, out, of, out of Houston, Texas, obviously. And, um, you know, he can do it from different places on the court. He can score inside. He can score outside. But he plays what, what I say. He plays with momentum. You know, he brings a force and energy to the court. You know, like he has a competitive spirit that's tangible. Um, and, and, and so I'm excited about his growth. You know, I've been around him for a couple of years now, and he's continued to take incremental steps in his game. And um, and the young fellow Montana Wheeler, who's obviously I have um, a proximity to because that's my son. I mean, he's he's doing a tremendous job as a freshman, mm-hmm. um, and he's he's really earning his reputation as a um, you know as a Wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just take a time out and say what what does that mean? Because everyone um, can understand what that what that means. Yeah, I think I and think, your oldest really walked it in a yeah. way. That, he I think, probably still doesn't get the credit for what he did in high school. People say yeah. he's now, but in high school, he's he incredible. Was, he's an incredible high school. I mean, I think he, I, I think it's wink, wink, and he gets the. I think he gets the. Um, I think he gets credit because I saw a list of the all-time greatest players come out of Houston. He was on that list. It was a really good players who weren't. So, I mean, you know, I mean, this is a you know, Savir is you can you can Google that right. You can find out what what that was about. So I mean, we're certainly proud of his accomplishments and the winning state championships, but it's funny how I talk to coaches in reference to what they saw in, in him. And just so in hindsight, I can, I can either call their bluff or, or just, you know, um, pat them on the back for, you know, cause I remember every conversation. That's one thing my wife um, did for me is to keep me sober <laughs> after I met her. I can remember every single conversation I had. Um, so. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong real quick. He was number one in the city for four years straight for his class. Is that correct? He was number one all the way through. There were some times where, you know, some people said other things, but he started number one. He was number one as a sophomore, you know, you know, for maybe for entertainment value, somebody might say something else, but, you know, as a freshman, at some point he was one sophomore, junior and seniors. And nationally, he was always the highest rated player in Houston nationally out of, you know, no matter what rankings you looked at. So yes, that is accurate. And he should have been. I thought he put together the, the best resume of performances. Right. He won at the highest level, state championships. He won nationally. As far as camps, no one had a camp resume of, of going to different um, high-level camps and, and making the all-camp team, the all-top 100 team, whatever, you know, whatever whatever vessel he was in, he was always performing. The MVP of the Baller brand game, which has several NBA players. Um, you know, so the He's always had that level of, of, um, of uh, performance. Uh, performance to back up whatever recognition he was getting. So for Montana, it's not necessarily living up to um, the expectations externally, but it's really our own expectations for him. Right. 
and, and making sure that he has a process that matches his path, his walk um, with his gifts all for the game. And, and, um, and to, because they're different players, um, one is right-handed, one is left-handed. So aesthetically yeah. it just looks different right. um, from that standpoint, but their approach is different because their influences were different. You know what I mean? Savir grew up, you know, with an influence of, um, of, of Damon Stoudemire and, and Kenny Anderson and those, those type of guards and Sebastian Telfair's and, and things that I put in front of him, whereas um, Montana has a different set of influences, right? Because of the game that he grew up watching outside of his brother's games are like, you know, now it's Trey Young, um, you know, now it's this guy and that guy. And so I think um, from that standpoint, it looks a little different, um, but it, it certainly has that Wheeler-ish on top of it. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you are you're right. There, uh, they are different players, but they the but Montana. You, he still has that uh, yeah Wheeler factor in him. I enjoy watching him play. Uh, I was talking when I got done, and I saw about a half, and then I came back uh, later and saw y'all again. Uh, you know, people are like, "What? Well, what do you think?" Because you know, when it comes to sub six foot guards, right? They always like, "Yeah, deal with with Savir." It was, uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> is he gonna be? Is he really like that? And I was like, "Man, he's talented." <laughs> yeah. When I saw Montana, I was like, "He's talented." You can most definitely see it. Yeah, and I said, "You know, you gotta stop looking at more of a uh, how." I mean, I know height can make be a factor, but you gotta look at how good he is, right? Yeah. And sometimes we, uh, as even evaluators, and I've have been a fault at that in 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 the past. Is we don't look at how good they are; we look at the size. Yeah. <laughs> right? I think one of the things that you know, and I'm I'm you know a lot, maybe not a, I don't want to say a lot, but certainly older than, than than some of the guys who do evaluations at a high level right now. Mm-hmm. I think what what I try to do is make sure that my guys don't have to change their game. They never have to change their game. So the way they play, will, will, their identity is formed by the time they get to that next level. Mm-hmm. So if you watch Xavier in the third grade and you go to YouTube, his game looks like he's playing at Kentucky right now. Right, absolutely. the same way. So, you know, it's harder to predict to me a guy who's, who has to change depending on what the roster looks like um, what position they're playing because they may not play that position in college, um, who's coaching them, what system they're in, um, those factors, because then it becomes more of a variable. You know, Xavier is not going to change his position. Montana is not going to change the position. And they don't have to change the way they play in order to play with better players, um, play against better competition um, in, a, in d- different in different systems. So, um I look at or I try to emphasize those things because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times kids lose momentum or lose um, production or lose their identity because they have to change based on their circumstances and environment. And so I ne- we never doubted Xavier would be a high major recruit or player. And we certainly don't think that anything is different in terms of Montana because we're obsessed with the details of the game. Right. We are obsessed with it. No one's watching more film. No one's doing a deeper dive. No one's preparing more, preparing better. 
you know, no one has, you know, more intentionality when it comes to having success on the court and off the court. So when you put that level of of um, of work into it, the Bible says all hard work leads to prosperity. Right. It doesn't say all work. It doesn't say all intelligence, all talent. Leads to, right. It says all hard work leads to prosperity. And we're believers in scripture. So we use scriptural references to really affirm the things that we do. Mm, I love it. I love it. Man, I'm excited to see how these matchups go. Obviously, I'm always following Houston Christian basketball, seeing what's going on. Stars and Stripes event. How do people follow the event? Uh, we see the at on your uh, next to your name. So tell people how they can follow the event. And then tell us a little bit about what's next for you that you can share. Because in the Jay-Z reference, I'm a business, man. It's a, I'm a business. Yeah, yeah. So the event itself, I want everybody to come out. I want everybody to come. Even better. In the Houston area, come check these games out. Come check. Come see these moments. We talked about making movies over the years. Like Savir needed some of those matchups in order to elevate them, but he needed people in the stands to see it, to experience right. it. So, um, from a game game by game standpoint, we'll we'll have those. Um, we'll have the uh, the content available in real time about you know who's doing what and when what those games kind of conveyed and have recaps um, on social media. Um, but I'm really looking forward. Um, to those games, to being in the building and watching myself because I'm a fan of the game. This is why I've been in this space for this long. Um, So we're truly excited about that. Um, Moving forward, the next step for me um, is is to just try to be a better servant, just to try to be a better resource to others. Um, I'm excited about some of the work that I do on the court as a coach. Um, I consider myself a lifer in in the game of basketball. So I'm always... Um, being pulled in different directions for that, just to help with this person or to assist in that person. I'm in the gym consistently um, and and doing player development in, in that space. Um, I like the success we've had, so obviously I'm it's going to continue with that. With having younger sons and and younger teammates of of of, of my son, so I'm probably going to stay committed to that work as well. But I'm also I'm excited about some of the diversity, equity, inclusion work I do in the community. In terms of of really providing awareness, um, opportunity, um, equity, and inclusion in these different communities that maybe we're not as tapped in, maybe we're not as connected to, to right. try to bring our stories and tell our narration of different things, and how do we impact other people whose touch point has to go beyond sport? Right, we got to celebrate our lives outside of the the, the, the battlefield, and so um, doing professional development. Um, you know, being a resource and, and doing different conversations, but also doing workshops and building building bridges is something I'm excited about. Um, also, I mean, this is the first time I've seen, you know, um, a girls game being the headlining game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our girls basketball team is currently undefeated. They're SBC favorites. They're coached by Ryan Bickham, does a tremendous job. They have two really hot, hot, high-level players in DeAsia Thomas and Logan Johnson, um, and they have both have a chance to be McDonald's All-Americans. So we're, we're, we're excited about showcasing them. They're playing against St. Pius, which um, has a young lady, um, Z, Z Perkins, um, who's a sophomore, who's a tremendous, tremendous player in her own right. So we have a really high-level matchup, and I was intentional about doing that as well. It's giving the girls an opportunity to be the headlining game, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and have them have their space and not 
some some game we slapped together. It may be three potential McDonald's All-Americans on the court. So we're excited about that as well and trying to continue to be be a resource, be a vessel, you know, be be, be someone who could help someone else because I've benefited tremendously um, from, from the help of others. No doubt. No doubt. We love having you, man. We'll have you back. I'm sure we always do. I uh, can't wait to see. I can't see the games in person, unfortunately, but I can't wait to follow from afar and hear about no. the matchups. And, uh, yeah, will, the, will the games be live streamed? They will not. They, they will not. They will not. We will, we will take an intimate approach. If you wasn't at Rucker Park, you wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> you, I'll, I'll, give, I'll, I'll make sure the recap is available and the content is, is distributed um, in a timely fashion. Sure. No sure. doubt. No doubt. Looking forward to it, man. As always, a pleasure and honor and a privilege, my man, my brother. Uh, look forward to it and keep up the great work, man. We love what you're doing. Appreciate Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for the time. Absolutely. Always. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.